ruptures the womb and aborts the pregnancy of progress. Worry solves no problem, but complicates it. You know what I found out about God? You will never see a need in your life that the provision has not been made. The provision is always ahead of the need. That's why Paul says that my God will supply all your needs. All, all, all your needs. Have you ever thought about it? All your needs of love and the God of mercy. He said he shall supply all your needs according to his own riches in glory. I can meet your needs, but my God can meet your needs. Supplies all your needs. Wonders part two. Now I won't do a recap because of time. So, but then after Sunday, we may have opportunities to discuss how we have applied and what we have learned and what our testimonies are from these teachings. Very important. We're not just teaching, we are teaching so that people can be imparted and lives can change. Don't forget last Sunday, I said we are wonders regardless of people's opinion and regardless of challenges we are facing. Worrying is feeling anxious, perplexed, or troubled about actual or potential problems. Actual or potential problems. It's like getting disturbed, then you are taking medicine for somebody else's headache of somebody else's sickness. Sometimes people may be disturbed or worried about perceived challenges or issues, not actual or real issues. All abracadabra of the devil to just harass and put fear in your heart. And so once it can get you distracted, then you can begin to be worried. We have a number of examples of people in the scripture who refused to worry regardless of the challenges they faced. Daniel was harassed. He was even loss of the nation was made against him. Don't forget. And then he was put in lion's den. Gladly he entered the lion's den. And God was there with him in the lion's den. You should know that this is not a joking thing. Visit a, a zoo and see how lions are. Somebody can die before being introduced to the lions there. Just your blood start running in opposite direction. Just that you are seeing lion, and they open the door, and then they want to throw you there. But these things we read in the scriptures, or that we have heard about, they are true. If we believe God's word, they are true. They are written, that is how lives are, or that is how life is. The world, Bible says, devil is like a roaring lion. But as believers, we have to hold on to our faith and confession of faith and not doubt. The same thing Daniel's friends, you remember them, who said he would never bow, O king, the most powerful king in the whole world at that time. Because the king said, look for your economic advancement, for your commercial livelihood, for whatever you need to bow. It's a commandment of the king, which you don't disobey. If you don't bow, then you are gone. Then the king became furious. He said, they should make that furnace seven times utter. And then they put them there. But you see, God is so wonderful. Because if we happen to be the people to be thrown into the furnace of fire, we'll be praying against the furnace of fire. That as they are trying to make it hotter, Lord, quench the fire. There are certain fire God will not quench. God will be waiting for you inside. Are you getting what I'm saying? That your boss will not be mad at you, that he will want to sack you. 
It's not, it's, that's not, that you are praying that God should let them just remove him or transfer him to another department and let him stop giving you headache. No, he will be there. He will be there and see you pass by him and get your promotion without his approval. So God allowed them to be thrown into the lake of, into that, in that furnace. And then Bible says, the king that threw them there said, I saw four men. Didn't we throw three men? So there are things you shouldn't... I mean, if those guys were worried, then they wouldn't have said that, oh, king, we are not sending you in this matter. Look at it yourself. Must we obey you? Should we choose to obey you or we obey God? The same thing Joseph lied against. I mean, Joseph even went through hell. You are tenacious. You are firm. You nurture something to growth. And you stand by it. There are people who can bet nothing. But they are waiting for people who can give birth so that they can take over their companies, take over their businesses. In the book of Philippians chapter 1, verse 19 to 21, for I know that this is return out for my deliverance. Now, this is Paul speaking. He was put in prison through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus. Philippians chapter 1, 19, verse 20 now. According to my earnest expectation and hope that is in nothing, that in nothing, I shall be ashamed. Now, this is, Paul wrote certain epistles and you could see that he was so emphatic, he was so emphatic. So, you know, you could see in his words that he wasn't going to shift ground. He was a man of faith. He was a man of boldness. He said, I know this bondage, your prayer, the supply of the Spirit is going to deliver me from it. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28, he said, and we know that all things work together. Whether persecution is working together. Hatred working together. It was Paul that wrote and said, there are some unreasonable men. Have you read that before in the scripture? He said, God should deliver. Pray that God should deliver us from men who are wicked, unreasonable men. And the Bible says, with all boldness, but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Worship is warning in reverse. Worship is being mindful, fearless, focused, and at peace. That's worship. That's why God always requires that we are still and see God's power being manifested. That's worship. That you are still. You are not disturbed. You are not perturbed. You are not perplexed. You are not afraid. All of us seated here, we don't know where this country is going. But there is one who knows. So you connect he who knows, then you have an idea of what is going to happen in the future. And then you know that your portion has been taken care of. And it can even raise you up as a deliverer. And as a blessing to others. Warning ruptures the womb and aborts the pregnancy of progress. Warning solves no problem, but complicates it. You feel worthless and later frustrated when you worry. And I just have to summarize all this because of time. So specifically now I want to give you five points on how to turn your worries into wonders. I know last Sunday I just mentioned a point. And that I just mentioned toward the end of the message, which is worship. That is the major key. 
but I want to discuss all other keys with you. I want to discuss all other keys with you. Very important. Number one, receive, enjoy, and be conscious of God's love for your life. Or God's love for you. God is a loving father. That's number one. Some of us are struggling to get things done, to be better, to overcome sins, to overcome this. You need to just enter into a particular you know, understanding and awareness of God's love for you. You should know that God loves, that he loves, that he loves, that he loves you at all times. Even when you make mistakes or you are unfaithful, he loves you. Are you getting what I'm saying? God loves you. Somebody say God loves you. So now, the first thing you do with God's love is to receive that love. That you are born again does not mean you have well received the love of God. You must know that your day is in the heart of God. Your business, everything that concerns you is perfected in his love. You must know that. That he loves you. You can't love yourself as God loves you. And that is the truth. Look at what he says in the scripture. He said, if, that, if you've been evil, he was talking to the fathers, earthly fathers, know how to give good gifts to your children. You give them food. When they ask for food, you don't give them snake. He said, how much more your heavenly father? How much more? Look at it. How much more? He says, if earthly fathers are responsible, then I've got to be more responsible. Can you see that? And that's the father of love. We read Matthew chapter 6 from verse 25 to 32 or 33. Last Sunday, you remember, he said, if the lilies are so decorated that even Solomon was not decorated like this, how much more you who are much more valuable than lilies? In Luke, he talks about the sparrows. That is the love of the father. Luke chapter 12, let me read from verse 29. Because of time, I won't read from verse 22, but you can write verse 22. But I want to read from verse 29. Say, and do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. Those who seek those things have anxious mind. Disturbed about what you want to eat, disturbed about what you want to drink. You just have anxious mind. All right? Look at it. He said, do not seek those things. He said, nor have an anxious mind. He said, for all these things the nations of the world seek after. The nations of the world seek after. Look at what he said. He said, and your father. Somebody say, my father. Now, if God is your father, can you say it louder? Look at what he says about your father. He said, knows that you need these things. I remember my father of blessed memory. My sisters were going to resume school, their university. They came on holiday. And then they have about three weeks or one month to go. That time, they don't, you know, he didn't know that banks have started giving people alerts, you know, text messages. If you receive credit alerts, text message, debit alert. So he went to go and put the money for their resumption three weeks, four weeks ahead. I've always known him to be a planner. He projects, he used to project a lot. In the next six months, he will just be smiling. When things are just going up and he will just be smiling. If he was alive during COVID, he would just be smiling because everything he will eat will have been in the house six months before. It was like that. So he went to put the money in the account. So as he was coming, he was so much embarrassed. My sisters were happy because they saw the alert. They said, Daddy, thank you, thank you. They were just, he said, what's that? 
He said, we saw the money you put in the bank. He said, how did you... So they went and asked him. He didn't want them to know. He said, oh, is it possible that God has put things in account for you that you are yet to know? Is it possible? Can you see how my sisters were happy? The day you find that you'll be happy? The day you find that you'll be full of joy? That's what we call joy. Is actually the celebration of the revelation you receive in your heart ahead of time. You are here to see the physical manifestation, but you have the revelation in your heart, which is the conviction. You know that you know that your marriage is going to be beautiful. You know that you know that your company is going to work. You have heard thousands of seminars of how hundred startups fail within hundred days. Nonsense. You are not a believer of such notions. You are not supposed to be. You believe the Bible. Somebody say, I believe the Bible. Say, I know that I know that I am blessed. I am a great man. And I am a blessing. God is your father. And he's a father of love. He's a father of love. You must know that. I know sometimes we feel so inadequate. We feel so unfaithful. It is not wrong to feel like that. But God has taken care of it. How many of you know that? God has taken care of it. How can Jesus die? Over 2,000 years ago, and his blood is still cleansing since then now. Do you know, even before he physically died, the Bible says, Behold the, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Before the foundation of the world, Bible says, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, we have been chosen before the foundation of the world. That means before ever, even before the first man ever stepped on the earth, before Adam ever fell, there have been provision. Don't you get it? There have been provision. There be a remedy. You know what I found out about God? You will never see a need in your life that the provision has not been made. The provision is always ahead of the need. That's why Paul says that I'm my God will supply all your needs. All, all, all your needs. Have you ever thought about it? All your needs. Somebody say, all my needs. Because he's a God of love and a God of mercy. He said he shall supply all your needs according to his own riches in glory. I can meet your need, but my God can meet your need. Supplies all your needs. That's a God of love. And you must let that sink. You must learn to receive that love. You must learn to enjoy that love. Regardless of what you're going through. Regardless of what you have suffered in the past. Let me tell you, challenges are real outside. In the world. But more real is the love of God. More real is the power of God. Bills are real. How many of you know that? But more real is the supply of God. Glory to God. More real are the angelic deployments, administrations, carrying out things on your behalf and making things work in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, can you say amen? Amen. Say my God is more real. It's my supplier. It's my source. If you believe that, can you say amen? amen? Your job is not your source. Your uncles are not your source. Are you getting what I'm saying? They're not your sources. Look, those ones are channels. And God can decide to change channels. So sometimes when you are relieved of your job, he has changed channels. He wants you to just hold on to him, put your attention and your focus on him. You will see lines falling onto you in pleasant places. Doctors are not sources of your health. They can't sustain you. Can you see now that there is no health system all over the world? Pandemic has shown us that our trust must only be in God. 
You know, before now, people like any little thing, maybe their, their wife wants to deliver, you know, say, you see, you know, there's a perfect environment. And then because they have money, <laughs> I mean, because you have money, so you can you get your wife on the plane, then it goes to deliver in United States or United Kingdom or whatever you feel is the best. Are you getting what I'm saying? You see people are sick, and before you know it, they are flown to Indian for operations and all that. There is nothing wrong, but pandemic has shown that. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? As humble delegates. Even the president of the most powerful nation. And you see politicians, the power, death entered Asherok. You, you, do you, have you ever thought about it? Look, live for Christ. He entered Asherok, entered governor, former governor's house, entered, do you get what I'm saying? As he was taking SSG, he was taking, do you, do you get what I'm saying? He was taking, he was taking, he was taking, he was taking people. You think they don't have resources to, 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 to try and combat, you know? And they just look at them as, as mine. <laughs> Say you. <laughs> Are you still here? Somebody said, I receive God's love. Say it louder. Say, I enjoy God's love. And I am conscious of his love. For me, daily. Come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest, says the scripture. And he has given us that rest. He has given us the rest. He so much loves us. Bible says, while we were yet sinners, he's died for us. Psalm 55 verse 22, Bible says, cast your body, cast your body on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Cast your body, Psalm 55 verse 22, on the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never permit the righteous to be removed. First Peter chapter 5, I read from verse, um, let's say from verse 6 to 7. Therefore, First Peter 5, 6 to 7. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exhort you in due season, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. You need to know that God cares for you. Somebody say, God cares for me. <laughs> you can't care for yourself the way God cares for you. He knows the dangers ahead. And he has sent angels on your behalf to avert it. There are many things that fly in the night that you don't know. There are so many things that will have hurt and destroy you that you don't know about. That angels take care of. The Holy Ghost moves you again. Sometimes you are not just comfortable. I've seen somebody who just say, you know, I'm not just comfortable. This is the way I take to walk normally. You know, you can get used to something naturally that even when the Holy Spirit is trying to move you against it, you say, I bind you, devil. Because you think it's the devil. Number one is the shorter way. Number two is the way where you always get favor. Number three, you are just used to certain conditions that surround it. But you see, maybe that day, I heard the testimony of a guy. He said, I was not just comfortable to go through that way. I was not just comfortable. He said there was a massive accident or something on that way. And I know I will have been involved because that is the reason. Sometimes he just moves us with being discomforted. You are not just satisfied with the conditions of the business. And so you are not investing. Some of you, you don't know. It's just within you. You just, you just look at this person. Ah, even though you like the person, you just do Within you, something is not connecting. I, said, I can't settle down with this person. He's a very nice guy. He's awesome. He's cute. He's 
beautiful girl, blah, blah. But I can't, it's something is, it's not right here. The same way you can go for a party and you just, something is not right. And after you are just, within 10 minutes you leave. Only for you to know that they've invaded the party. He's a loving God. Somebody say he cares for me. Say it louder. Say he cares for me. He's a father of love. Number two. Number two. That is when you know that God is your lover, all your worries are switched to wonder. Number two. Now, this is a bit long. You've got to be mindful. Mindfulness and focus. Let me just shorten it like that. Mindfulness and focus. Mindfulness and focus. You cannot be worrying and be focused. You're already distracted and, and disturbed, perplexed. That's mindful. You cannot be worrying and be... You know, that's why God told Daniel, he said, be strong and courageous. So those four words, mindfulness, strength, and being courageous and focus. You see, you, you just need to know that God loves you. And then you pray in the Holy Ghost. You, you worship until you, you put yourself together. You know, there was a particular story of David when they took their wives. You remember Ziglar? And then they came back. And then they found out that they've come to take their wife um, and all that. And then they were so, so, you know, disturbed. They were so perplexed. To the point that the faithful men of David, his guys, wanted to stone him. You heard about that story. And the Bible says, David encouraged himself in the law. You can find yourself in a situation where all the money you invested has vaporized. Yeah. You can find yourself in a situation where everything you do. You know, there's a way that, you know, when, when they tell you that, you know, the country is going to shut down for the next two months, you just have this unusual boldness. You, you see, your boldness is rooted in your account balance. You know that there's something like that. Like when, when you have investment, let's say you have investment in Apple now. Oh, a company is 2,000, 2,000 dollar worth. There's this kind of boldness it gives you. You can chest out. Feel cool. Kind of boldness. But only for you to realize that they look for Apple, they can't find it again. In the next six months. This is the word. They look for Apple, it's orange people are finding it. Orange has taken over. Or coconuts. Or agbaluma. Praise God. <laughs> you see? Your investment has disappeared. That is the world we live in. Your security is not in your investment. Listen. Your security is not in your salary. That is what you must know. And that is why sometimes God allows them to take those things away from you. So that you can give him your full attention. Some people never remember redemption camp. Until they face trouble. They say, I'm going to stay there for one month. Have you ever seen people in trouble before? They say, we, I'm separated unto the Lord. <laughs> God, where is your face? <laughs> God, as if God's face is lost. He is the one that is lost. So you must focus. Bible says, now that we have this cloud of witnesses, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1, compass all about us. Let us lay aside every sin and weight that easily beset us. Let's look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Jesus, the author and the finisher, is the beginning and the ending. If it's the beginning and the ending, trust me, it's even in between. There is no other person that is a factor. 
That's what the Bible is saying. In fact, there are some passages that say, I will bless you. I will, I will put you up. I will connect you. I will say to you. I will. After reading the whole passage, you will realize that even you yourself, you are not there. You are just at the receiving hand. There is nothing you can do for yourself except that to receive the love and the word of God and to go work with it. I will do it. I will do it. I am the Lord. I am the Lord that calls you. I, I will fix it. I will bless you. I will say to you. I, I is a responsible God. It's a responsible God. You have to focus. My friend, your life ahead of you are settled. While I was teaching about purpose series, you remember? God's purpose and the plans for you. I made a statement. I said, God has actually scripted our life and finished it. He just called you to come and begin the journey with him. I need two guys. Two guys. I want to show you something. You stand here. This is the finishing end of this man. Can you see that? The finishing end is taller. Has more body. Are you getting what I'm saying? The finishing end. Now, this is the I'm looking for somebody who is a shorter. Yes, come. The Stephanos. You were suggesting. I like your statue. This is the beginning. Actually, in the script of God, this is what is there. But you see, God is a God that takes people through processes. The only person that didn't go through process was Adam. He was born a full-grown man. He was not a toddler. He was not a child. He didn't go through process, so it was easy for him to fall. If you didn't learn how to walk, you will fall. If you were born walking, it's dangerous. You are no recall. <laughs> Maybe it's a shrine that gave it to you. It's dangerous. Even me, that I was told that because I was tall, I didn't crawl. I just stood up. I still had to learn Breaking glass, breaking things, shaking things to perfect walking. So God is a God of process. As you go through it physically, the same way spiritually. But when it comes to your destiny, fulfillment of your destiny, this is the end. This is Paul saying, I have fought a good fight of faith. There is crown of righteousness. I can see it ahead of me. He was now telling Timothy, you too must fight. This is the end point. When you get to that end point, you will know. There is a fulfillment in your spirit, which Abraham Maslow called. He didn't know it. You know, he just had an idea. It's a self-actualization. Abraham Maslow, trying to do like Abraham, our father of faith. But you see, this is what God did. It starts with you here. Let's say this is a thousandaire, or carbonaire. You know, some people start with carbon. But the end is billion. Oh, why can't I have billions in between? Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to get to the end because God still wants you to even enjoy your money before you die. You don't know God negotiates with people. You don't know you can talk to Him that ah, God, I'm not ready to die yet. Can you give me five more years? I want all my grandchildren to marry. You don't know you can talk like that. You don't know you're a friend of God. Say, Pastor, me and I'm struggling to even be a child of God. <laughs> So this is how God does. He puts the He puts the script. He has finished it. When Bible says, "Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith," the finisher of your faith is this realm. He has finished it. He now takes you to begin the journey with Him. 
So now, you need to, to know the journey. Don't be looking at me. So that's what the Bible says. You will never be worried as far as you are looking at me. In my face, you see the promises being fulfilled. In my face, you see the blessing. In my face, you see the love. In my face, you see the increase. In my face, you see your partner. Look, if this is the route, the route that God's plan for you, to that place, if you marry somebody who is going the opposite direction, if you must go here, you have to divorce. But that's a talk for another day. Because it's not all divorce that is unbiblical. That is affecting your theology right now. It's in the scripture. But let's not go there. So look at me. So God says, as far as you are looking at me, we are on a journey together. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. So you are facing some challenges here. You know, I don't want to hurt it full. I will have brought a demon. Uh, you understand? He faces some challenges. The power. Look at it, the power. Because some, I mean, somebody who is not good in hurting, if we are blowing on the person, <laughs> if, a, if, a, if a Christian, a believer sneezes, demons are not supposed to stay around. If you are sleeping and you are snoring, they are supposed to know that heaven is at work. Do you get what I'm saying? Not that you are snoring and they are coming to a pandyam on your stomach. So as far as you are looking, what devil wants to get you, how devil wants to get at you is to start making you to look at one bay. But you see, if you look at this place, you see the original bay. All your provisions are here. They shine your eyes. Look, there are things, listen, there are things in the world that are not correct. Though. There is nothing wrong in you opening your eyes to get attracted, but the real bay that even God has wired you to like is in him. God doesn't, look, God doesn't give you what you don't want. How come you want a car and you have it? So why will he now get to the issue of bay and then he will say you should go and uh... are you getting what I'm saying? So it takes you through because of time. So it gets you to this level. Do you understand? And then as you get to this level, there are different levels. You go with him and you are looking. You know, Peter started sinking when he looked away from him. Bible says when they look at the boisterous wind, it started sinking. The reason why sometimes things go wrong and you couldn't handle it is because you look away. You, the focus is, there's a power with focus. Apparently, why God wants us to continue to look at him is because he wants us to be him. Do you understand? So that you can walk on water as he did. Do you get it? So, but if you look at the wind, you start sinking. You will never worry concerning anything in your life if you just, your, your admiration, your aspiration, your heart is towards him. And then he takes you through that journey. And then from here, you meet with him in glory. Please put your hands together for this. Isaiah 26, verse 3. I will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind stays on him. 
I will keep him in perfect peace. That word peace is prosperity and rest. It's not, it's, this is not a peace like the word give. Bible says, the, I'm giving you a peace. You will never be troubled. He said, I'm giving you a peace. Not like the, I think that's John 14, 27 or thereabout. He said, just not like the word peace or the word give. So that means there is a kind of peace that the word give. Peace cause. Peace resolution society. Peace. Are you getting what I'm saying? They will give a Nobel laureate prize for peace, right? Because this is a peaceful president. What the president we have been having in this country, they are troublesome president, but let's give it, I mean, a Nobel prize um, for this man, to this man, for being a peaceful person. That's what the word give. <laughs> the peace we are talking about is that when you are in the midst of storm, you are sleeping. You know, Jesus Christ was sleeping when he was in the, in the midst of storm. Do you remember? The boat was about to capsize. It's the fishermen that were disturbed. A carpenter was not disturbed. Who should be disturbed on the sea? Fishermen ordinarily will have learned how to swim. Is that not? There is nothing else carpenters know than to, to knock things together. But carpenter was sleeping. So, let me tell you. It's not about you knowing about economy. You can know about economy and still be disturbed. Somebody who does not know nothing about, maybe it's just a chemist or a, a, a pharmacist or something, can be sleeping and be enjoying economy. And you, that you are an economist, you are reading the old graph in the opposite direction. <laughs> That's why carpenter was sleeping and fishermen were disturbed. Master, don't you care that we perish? That's worry we are talking about. Let me read a couple of scriptures. Isaiah 35 verse 4. Isaiah 35 verse 4. Say to them that are fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, and even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Isaiah 41 verse 10. One of my favorite scriptures. Fear not! Fear not! For I am with thee. I like that. I am, not I will be. I am, not I was. I am with thee. I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yeah. I will help thee. Yeah. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Look at that scripture. Where is, are you not at the receiving hand here? I will do it. John 14, 27. Peace I live with you. My peace I give you. Not as the word giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be what? Afraid. So focus. Somebody say focus. You must be courageous. You must be mindful of the things of God. Number three. And let me tell you this before I go to number three. Anytime you are disturbed, you see things happening on the outside, you have to look within. God is on your inside. Most of the time, solutions are your inside. And are you, have you ever thought about it? That you are, things are happening outside. You have a bill to pay. Somebody is sick that needs to be taken care of. Most of the time, when those things are happening, they happen around the same time. Have you ever, <laughs> you don't, even if you are giving a millionaire, you can't solve the matter. You just look at it. Ah, oh, God. I just look at your life and do, that's why some people just go to the tall mainland and then want to jump into the lagoon. That when I take my life, it solves the whole problem. It doesn't, it's the, you just complicated matter. Because you should have been here. Even 
even if you are owing money and then your phones, all your phones are ringing at the same time. Have you ever been in situations that all your phones are ringing at the, and you look at the number, even there are some unknown number. The Spirit of God is telling you <laughs> it's your creditor. And then you talk to somebody beside you and say, ah, and I'm not like this. See, I'm looking at my phone. I can't pick my phone. You heard your landlord is coming and you went through the back of the, there was no way there before but you created a way. He made the way. When my landlord was coming, he made the way. My friend, you will pay her bills. And God, your supplier, will supply her your needs. Yeah. There was a day we were praying for cancellation of some people's debts. I was just being led to pray for. And the Holy Spirit told me that won't you people pay those debts? Don't you think I can supply you money to pay the debt? Must you pray for the cancellation? So since that day, I pray for cancellation for people that the Holy Spirit want to cancel their debt and for people that God wants to provide for them to pay as you pay. Both are good. And there are some of you that should be enjoying some free things. I'm not saying you should go after it, but some things can be given to you free. Customs can give a waiver on your import, imported goods. I'm not joking. He said, you see, you know, we don't know who you are, but there's something about you. <laughs> but you see, some people are carrying their phone, calling the DG of custom, or what do they call custom, custom, uh, custom, whatever. <laughs> it's not about knowing their title. It's about getting favored. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then they call, 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 and there's, the call is not connecting. Or they promised them he failed. Number three, have faith in God and trust in his promises. Have faith in God and trust in his promises. Just give me like five, eight more minutes to finish. And I'm going to rush this. Proverbs 12, 25. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. Proverbs 12, 25. Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. But a good word makes it glad. Powerful. Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing. You will see people, you're already getting depressed. You're already troubled and disturbed. How to pay your bills, how to live your life, how to fund your projects, how to do this, how to, you don't know. And you still go and associate yourself with people who are already depressed. Those are say, oh, there's no money in Nigeria. They've carried all the money. They've taken all the money away. Which money? They say, this one is stealing billions. That one is stealing Look. Do you know our children's future has been sold? Have you ever... The Bible says work with the wise. You'll be wiser. The companions of fools will be... Dis- Look, how can you be... You're already slipping into, into depression and you are, you are associating with the association of depressed Lagos branch. Oh, what you see? Outright. It's too much in this city. He's complaining all the time. Don't have those kind of friends. It's when you want to bless them that you say, ah, I just said I should check on you. Can you send your account number? Bam, and that's all. But you walk around with people who complain all the time. I'm not saying people should not tell you their trouble, but you see, 
you must be constructive. You must respond and not react to life. You must respond. Some of you, the kind of news you like, I know the news you like to go and check. Once you open your social media like this, the tweet is already waiting for you because you have notification. You say, so, 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 um, finance house, CBN, just caught fire. Oh, <laughs> when he did not catch fire, what was he doing? <laughs> Another one. He said, we don't know where the president is. Oh. <laughs> and you are flipping. Do you know sometimes those things can take you hours? And you have left the promises. You have left what secures your life, the promises. You have left it and you focus as some people are waking up like this, those updates are there. Notifications. Is what I mean? $50 billion missing. <laughs> Billion naira? Check it where. It's dollar. <laughs> or you open. One former minister, prime minister there. If the money that were stolen in Nigeria were stolen in UK, there will not be UK again. <laughs> you don't know those things have effect on you. Let me tell you, those who make news, they don't read news. It will shock you. But how did they know about what is going on? Some people, they read it for them. The ones that concerns them, they come to tell them. Praise God. Now, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. You trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord. Not in your job. Not in the news. You have to put your trust in God's promises. You know, can you remind me of some of the promises that are in the scripture? Can you remind me? Anybody? Just preach to me. Praise God. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Call on me and I will answer and I will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Any other one? They that know their God, they shall be strong and do these are promises. Any other one? You said? Thousands shall fall. Ah, pandemic has taught everybody that one. <laughs> people, some people don't know where it is. They just say, thousands shall fall on my side. Some people can even say 9,000 minus 500. I fall on my left. <laughs> this book is full of God's promises. So you trust God and trust his word. His word has integrity. If he says he will save you, then he will save you. Alright? So many promises in the scripture. Jeremiah 17, 7 to 8 says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out his roots by river, and will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaf will be green and be and will and will not be, you know, 
is filled with the green and will not what? And will not be anxious and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. That is your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. So you trust in the Lord. What it means to trust is, is, is beyond just having faith in God. What it means to trust is that sometimes things happening to you will not look like what you are trusting for. So, but you hang in there. You get what I'm saying? He says, it's me and God. Just hang in there. He said, God, it's me and you. Economy recession, you're hanging there. You know that even if there is joblessness everywhere, you have a job. You, you, just, you are just with God there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And let me tell you, there are some of you that need to get used to God showing up at 11th hour. You know what it's called 11th hour? When you see God show up for you at 11th hour, you will never bother yourself again. Oh, you say, is it God? He's coming. Just wait. Yeah, he said, don't calm down. If you'll be telling people, he said, calm down. Calm down. He said, it's 10 minutes to the end. He said, oh, God. God is always right on time. Jehovah right on time. Number four, tell God about your challenges and desires specifically and act in faith. Tell God about your challenges and desires specifically and act in faith. You know, sometimes most of us, even after praying in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Spirit, you are praying mysteries. Then the understanding should come to your heart, what you know that are needs in your life. God does not want you to, he wants you to talk about things that are, that are major concerns to you. That's what Anna talked about. That's what Abraham was talking about. The only thing is that Anna didn't know that when God gives him a son, he's going to be a major prophet. So God takes your need and blew it. Abraham didn't know that when I was going to get Isaac, it's just going to be a lineage that will produce the seed. The main seed is actually Jesus. So God can turn your need into something else that is far, far bigger than what you think. But you tell God that need. You can be talking to God about a job and he wants you to employ at least 50,000 people before you come and meet him. And that's the way God does. Tell God specifically. There is a scripture I would like to read. Write these scriptures down. Psalm 18 verse 6. In my distress I call on the Lord. Psalm 18 verse 6. I cried unto God. He heard my voice out of this temple. And my cry came before him. Even in his ears. He's the one that says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. That's Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 6, 7 and 8. Psalm 118, verse 5 and 6. I call upon the Lord in distress. In distress. Now, look at it. In distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? You see that? What can man do unto me? Now, this is awesome. And I want us to read it. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Now, I don't know, maybe you have two versions. You give us Amplified and the Passion Translation. Anyone you have first. Let's read Amplified first. 
If you can see, you can wear it together. One, two, three, go. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance, in everything, by prayer and petition, definite request, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. He said, continue. Don't stop. Definite request. You see that? In everything, in every circumstance. The next verse. See the response. One, two, three, go. And God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of his salvation through Christ. And so, fearing nothing from God. And being content with his earthly love of whatever sort that is. That peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your heart, mind in Christ Jesus. This is powerful. He said it will guide your heart from being distracted. It, you know, when you say mount guard, it, it means that it will make your heart focus. He said the more you talk to God about it, the more you, you know, you fellowship with God, you worship him. And you say, God, you know, I know you have not forgotten. I know you have put it in place. I know my eyes can see that opportunity. I have received it. I believe in your love. I've received your love. I am focused. He said, the more, the more you pray and fellowship with him, even concerning those issues, the more peace comes to your spirit concerning it. It may look like you are getting old and you are not married, but you see, the more the peace other people are even disturbed about for you, but you are not disturbed. They say, ah, you are not disturbed because you talk to your maker, you know, and then it keeps your heart focused, specific. Then the last one is worship. Somebody say worship. That is, be grateful to God. You are grateful to God. Second Thessalonians chapter three. Verse 16, it makes you to be at peace. Just take note. Just write those scriptures down. Psalm 59, verse 16. Colossians chapter 3. That's number 5. is being at peace and a true worshiper. Um, you remember Paul and Silas I spoke about the worship. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Let's look at First Thessalonians so that I will close. Ah, you have tried. Our post-COVID message is not supposed to be this long. All right. Let's read this together. One, two, three, go, everybody. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will. Powerful. In everything, give thanks. You know, you are able to meet the deadline and say, thank you, Jesus. Before you go to the bus stop, the bus, um, the staff bus has left to say thank you, Jesus. That must not be far from your mouth. And it must be a hearty thing. Somebody left your life to say thank you, Jesus. Because I don't know the danger they can cause later. Are you getting what I'm saying? You say, a business didn't go through, you say thank you, Jesus. If you check the kind of money you lost, if you have made that money, you'll have invested bigger one. And then probably a bigger one could have that will almost wreck your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? You still say thank you, Jesus, for losing the one you lost. Are you getting what I mean? Thank you, Jesus. If you don't want to lose, continue to lose. You say thank you, Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Thank you, Jesus is compulsory. Look at your neighbor. Say thank you, Jesus is compulsory. You see, you must be grateful. And 
be a true worshiper. Have you heard something? Yes, sir. That is how your worry becomes wonders. That is how everything about you change. That's how you can pass exams you've been feeling. Somebody went in for an exam, passed it once, and then somebody has been trying to go in for the same exam for many years. There are different troubles that people are facing. But it's not easy to be a pastor because pastor is facing all your trouble together with you for your information. That's when people say, you say, Titan, no friend. Uh, how much is Titan, no friend? But Titan, no friend can be much. Oh. Pastor, if you have access to much Titan, no friend, you have access to much more suffering. There are, a lot of th- there are a lot of things that people don't know about pastor. Sometimes I just need to be enjoying the wife of my youth. I am praying right there, hanging in there. And no one single prayer request for me is just for you. Do you think it's just easy for God to come and show me somebody's closet and show me a board in that? It's a heart that God responds to. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a heart. There is no pastor that fulfills his ministry if the lives of the people he talks to does not change. There is nothing else that gives me joy that you walk in here and say, Pastor. As somebody was in my office, he said, we did this, we also called from this multinational, and this, we are doing this, we are doing that. That is what is expected. It's not even about the amount you have sown, or the money you have given, or how you have worked in church. It's much more about what is credited into your account. Are you getting that? That's what Paul told the Philippians. So pastors that, that because of money come into ministry, God will first finish those ones because the money they will not see. That's the truth. There is also process in ministry. That if I will not handle these destinies well, then it will be difficult for me to go into thousands. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is the truth. God cannot, if God cannot trust you with little, he can't give you much. It's a principle that cut across. Are you still here? Somebody say, I worry no more. Say, no more worry. Say, I am full of wonders. Say, I'm a wonder. Say louder. Say, I'm a wonder. Say louder. Let devil have a dick. Say, I'm a wonder. Say, I worry no more. Say, I worry not about anything. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, in everything, I give thanks to the Lord. Say, I focus. Say louder. Say, I am courageous. I am strong. I am mindful of God. I trust in God. I trust his word. I am at peace. I have rest. I do not worry. I am not anxious. I am blessed. I am great. In the name of Jesus, all my needs are met. You believe that? Can you jump on your feet and rejoice and dance and dance? And, hey, hey, hey! <laughs> glory, glory! You are realizing. You know? I want you to, I want you to dance and without drum, without anything. I want you to rejoice. Praise the Lord! You know, some people just came back from COVID. I know you are just booting. 
but we need to help you and accelerate the rate at which you start connecting. Look at your neighbor. Say, are you ready to rejoice? Now, give a promise to your neighbor. Say, I am ready to rejoice. This rejoicing will start a process of the spirit that will deliver great things into your life. We have found out that in Africa, you have to connect a revelation with something people can relate with. In order for you to rejoice now, there must be a process you have been believing God for, for things to happen and accelerate fast. There is a word for somebody that just came to my spirit now. Banks are not big. Listen, banks are not big. There is nothing special about those edifices. Walk in there and negotiate. They need you. You have always been thinking that your business is small, this is this, that. They need you. Don't believe what people are saying. There's no loan, there's no this. They've called me before. They say I should come and get loan. Yes. That's an information for somebody. I don't know. Somebody needs it in this service. Walk in there. Tell them you want to see manager. And talk to the manager. We have a business that is thriving. Don't talk like a failure. Don't, maybe when we start to leave services, I'll start telling you about it. And then they will be interested. And then probably they'll refer you to higher authority. Just talk. You have to strike deals with big people. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm big. Don't look at yourself as like somebody who drove Toyota, you know, you just say, what is this? Don't, don't despise, or somebody who just came with keke. Do you understand? Don't, you, your, your bigginess is not in that. <laughs> Allow me to be an African for a moment. Yo, <laughs> say I'm big. Glory. Say I'm great. You are bigger than the banks. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, we're not just in Lagos. We want to take over everywhere. We are buying places. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awufisayo, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact 080-3585. 8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.